I mean, no, they. Uh, I'm not arguing that. I was just with the at least Sam Raimi was like, yeah, he's he's not always in high school. He's not always in school. People. No. Um, it's like it's tiring. Like I have no problems with um with Tom Holland. Just like, bro, you're almost thirty now, man. Do you not want to play a teenager anymore? Tom Holland is about almost thirty. He's twenty five. <laughs> this, this boy is twenty five. <laughs> So I'm almost 30. Oh, yeah. Anyone who hits that mid mark of their 20s, you're almost 30 in my eyes. By the end of this year, I will be almost 30. Yeah, this is when, you know how everyone loves to complain and moan, like, oh, I'm I'm turning 30. I start early with people. You start complaining early, exactly. No, no, no. I was actually happy (laughs) turning 30 because, remember, the statistics of of black men in California, uh, in, in the U.S. in general. So when I made it to thirty, I was like, "I made it." Now it's the road of trying to make it to forty. I got. Yeah. By this point now, it's not the police I'm worried about. It's my own health I have to worry about. <laughs> yeah, you're like now. Will I make it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm feeling great though. I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Um, but then he also was talking about um. God damn. Oh DC with um their properties. I was like, I paused the video. I was like, this is the problem with DC from day one. They think their audience is stupid. Yeah. They think, oh, Superman is on TV. We can't have a movie, Superman. You have. People are going to think it's the same Superman. I'm like, you. I was like, oh, but why Warner Brothers owns this fucking shit? Now Discovery owns this shit. I was like, no one. And then they don't know how the fuck to write about Superman. And people who are saying, I hate Superman because he's too overpowered. I was like, do you read a Superman comic book? No, because he's too overpowered. Like, just shut the fuck up. Like, if you have not read a Superman comic book, and your only point of reference is the Christopher Reeve Superman. Yes, granted, you can get me on this one. He turned <laughs> around the planet the reverse time to save Lois. Granted, you got me on that. But, that's 1978. <laughs> A lot of shit has happened from 1978 to now 20, 2021. Jesus Christ, I was about to say 2020. No oh God. Time go back. We can go back there. Don't make me go back there. <laughs> oh my god. Oh we back to twenty twenty. I can't do it. Don't make me do it. Uh, and welcome to the Space ID Collective Podcast. Ah, uh, uh, I am out of vacation. If you're listening to this podcast, yes, it's the same crew with a few changes, um, a lot less people, um, um, but we're back. Um, we have a lot of good content coming y'all way while we was away. We have a Loki review coming at you very soon. All six episodes. Um, I'm not on that one. I did make an appearance on one just to give a quick shout out line from Loki, um, per, uh, not introductory episode, but I think one of the best lines out of the Avengers. 
I am Loki of Asgard. I'm burdened with great purpose. With glorious Corey. purpose. Whatever. <laughs> glorious purpose. Whatever. Sure. I had I had the lines sure. I had the lines on my phone when I jumped on your call on purpose. Yes. Right now is not that time though. I know because right now my phone is clear across the other side of the room. So right now I, I am not. And yes, I am on a computer, so I am not bothered to pull up the actual goddamn thing. Either way, <laughs> welcome to the, welcome to the inaugural episode of Space Oddity Collective Podcast. You're probably wondering, it's the same crew. Why the name change? Well, if you did not listen to the last very last episode of the Giant Concert with Robot Podcast, that's on you. But I'll give you an update if you're a new listener. Well. Some shit happened. I didn't fuck around. Find out. I didn't fuck around to find out. I literally said on the very first episode of Artist Talk, it's a good possibility either somebody or Vans will come after me, and I would be forced to change my name. I pre- let's not associate with it. I predicted my own self on my own show, and Damn. all I could do is laugh. Because it, uh, it came true. So, Off the Wall was the... Self-fulfilling prophecy. Off the Wall was the original title of Artist Talks. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not getting caught by Vance. And then on top of that, someone already had that name. I was like, okay, whatever. And then I was like, the giant cartridge robot. It's the name of a musical track. Artists use musical tracks for their own bands. I like to think the podcast, they mean Chris, Benita... And a bevy of people we always have on. I think, bevy. I think we're like a, a musical band. We all have our own talents. We come together like the Avengers or Justice League and talk about our talents. And then, two months ago, Google flagged the title. I was like, you son of a bitch. Not son of a bitch, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I was like, okay, let's change the title. And now we got Space Oddity Collective. So we're Which bring- is what we're coming at you with now. Yeah. So we're bringing together our collective oddities of nerdum, also with the artistic side that I have. And just combine them together and make it one big collective. So as we go forward, if we gain, regain our prominence within the podcasting sphere, we'll bring in more people. We're bringing artists because Art Talks will come back. We have Black Hole Tangents hosted by Benita Lavario and Christian the Dama Lama Wright of Ventura. I can't wait to hear that. We've got a we've got a lot in the system, so uh, so you know. So much I randomness. I immediately forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> I totally had something for this, and I immediately forgot it. It went into a black hole. Yes, it did. I was. Yeah. It was related to that. It was legitimately related to that. Well. I can't wait. Like the title of this new podcast and this new crew, it, we are a collective. We're bringing oddities to you all, and I'm actually happy I took that break from May to now. Because if I didn't, I probably would have lost my fucking mind. That's fair. That's fair. We all need time. <laughs> Whoo! <laughs> oh my goodness! But I have been biting my tongue on a lot of topics, so. We're going to bring a little bit of the old school Night Owl show over here. So we're going to have some housekeepings. Some this week in, or this month in Stupid. And I'm also um, helping my um, my co-hosts, my friends, bring in some stupid articles. 
or news articles or entertainment articles or gaming articles so we can use for the new for the revamped this month or this week in stupid nice it's gonna be so fun so my this was much excitement mm-hmm. so my this month of stupid in stupid now am I, am I calling people stupid let me just say this right off the bat I've been reading a lot of reviews for Black Widow. Okay. The one fucking sentence that always <laughs> grinds my gears, just my gears. I can't speak for anyone's just for myself. This is what I want to say. If you can't get over I just want to confirm that this is not going to be a spoiler sentence. No, 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 no. If you didn't see and it's been two years since Endgame has been out. If you have not seen Endgame, this is not on us. This is on you. The entire fucking world has seen Avengers Endgame. But either way, you've been warned. So Black Widow died at the end of Avengers Endgame. To which we all know. To which reviewers would say her death is a long shadow over this Black Widow movie that just recently came out. I'm like... you can. I give you that Black Widow has, shouldn't have been out after... Iron Man 2 before Avengers. But then we probably wouldn't get Florence Pugh or David Harbour or Rachel Weisz. That's fair. That's probably very fair. Which I'm like, we, we, we will lose what I've been seeing reviews have been saying these three actors and actresses are great additions to the MCU. Yes. But I'm more of the mind of we finally got a standalone movie. Yes, this is now Scarlet's send-off. From what I've been hearing, it sets up more in terms of the, of what's wherever the fuck is going on with Phase 4. I haven't watched Loki yet, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I might binge watch it all after last episode on the 6th. Uh, the last episode is on the 14th. Okay, so the time of this recording is July 13th, 2021, not 2020. So Loki will come out on the 14th, so which means I will binge watch. Oh, no, I can't watch binge watch Friday because I want to. I promise Benita I'll be watching Fear Street. Oh, damn. I mean, we got the weekend. Yeah. That time. I know. But here's the All thing. All you got to do is put down Mass Effect for a little bit. I actually it's passed not it. going anywhere. I actually passed it. I have not touched Mass Effect in the last two weeks. Yeah, but you just said that you were playing Andromeda, right? I finished Andromeda. You listened to the, you missed the keyword. I just finished Andromeda. I did miss key, uh, miss a keyword. So then, what is the next game that you are obsessively going to restart again? Right now, I have been playing Rocket League because in my two months absence of podcasting, I have been mentoring high school students through the Cal State Dominguez Hills Esports League. And it, it's been very rewarding trying to get these damn kids to talk. <laughs> but finally, we found some common ground by talking about anime. Ah, nice. um, because they named our, our the, the, we, we let the teens, um, my squad, um, name the, the team names. We don't have no say-so. Us mentors don't have no say-so. Okay, so our, they name them. Uh, my team is called D-Law. And I was like, D-Law? I was like, D-Law? And he was like, it's from One Piece. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep it 100. I was like, I haven't watched One Piece since I was 16. And that was like episode 100. 
Yeah, yeah that was like, whew, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, how do you know? I was like, like the fact that One Piece still exists, like Jesus, man. And I was like, um, under the purview of Title Nine, I cannot tell you my not my age, <laughs> so I'm not telling you. <laughs> Just know that I know that One Piece is now almost at a thousand episodes. Um, but and I, thus, I will never watch it. Yep, I would I'm never good. watch it. Um, but we've been pl- I've been playing a lot of Rocket League, and there is an article I, I will post for everyone to read. It's talking about ageism in terms of gaming. Oh yeah, the Black Widow thing. If you if you notice, we do a lot of tangents, and uh, this is kind of a tangent that I'm kind of actually glad we're moving away from because I do these reviewers pisses me off. But either way, um. Uh, playing Rocket League at the age I am now, which is 36 for you listeners. Um, I, d- I do agree. I said I was not going to tell the students my age, which I did not. <laughs> okay. You're missing <laughs> a lot of keywords, apparently. Yeah. But um, there's an article I, I, I do want to pick your brains on. Um, Wired wrote it. It was about ageism in gaming in terms of, like, if those who are over 30 going into their 40s and 40s and up, um, can they retain or are they going to lose certain um, gaming elements that they pick up when it was like ch- kids like there's a 56 year old gamer in the article who said he doesn't spend much time playing first person shooters or Fortnite because it said to him at 56 he said he'd been playing video games since the 1970s and he's been buying every console since then so pretty much up until now and for him he feels like it's a little bit more harder picking it up now with today's controls and uh, mechanics in terms of gaming. And he doesn't have those reflexes like he used to. And I even noticed myself, like, before reading articles, like, playing Rocket League with these kids, I still am shit. (laughs) (laughs) I can can jump right into an NBA Live or, by this point, NBA 2K or Madden game. When it comes to like fighting games, or in this case Rocket League, or any first-person shooter, it's not gaming. It's not. I don't have no attention span for it anymore. Mm, it's not your speed. It's not my speed. So that's why I tend to stick to. We all we do make jokes of me constantly playing Watch Dogs Two, which we're gonna talk about that, that a little bit, or replaying the Mass Effect trilogy, Dragon Age, or story-based RPGs a lot more because it's. I'm now at the point where like, I'd rather deal with story-based, story-heavy games like those, including Uncharted and The Last of Us, as opposed to just playing just like these competition-based games that are, we're getting more and more now, of, as of late. Mm-hmm. Like, my, like, my attention span ain't there no more. Like, my friends, they're around my age. Um, some of them are. But they love playing these grind-heavy fucking games like Destiny and Warframe. No, right. I ain't got the time to be sitting in here for like four hours at a time to grind for a fucking weapon that may or may not do damage. <laughs> no, no, including Destiny. Fuck that game. Fuck Bungie who made that game. <laughs> God, hey, let's go overboard here. Like, like fuck Destiny, but not Bungie. Look, I know people have love for Halo. I'm not gonna. I'm not calling out Halo. I know the love of that community. I would never shit on. I would shit on the, the toxic fandom of that community, but I would never talk um, shit on the game itself. Hey, hey, I'm not. I'm not I'm, never mind. I'm not going to make that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> no, speak your mind, bro. Speak it. 
<laughs> no, because that's gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. But I personally haven't um, played um, like uh, competition type games. You know, like the online multiplayer for like Halo or Call of Duty or fucking anything like that. Um, in years, just because uh, the fandom itself is pretty fucking toxic and mm-hmm. if they found out F's girl it was um basically game over <laughs> and no fun for me at all yeah I think the last online multiplayer game I had a lot of fun playing was the one from um the fucking Assassin's Creed one they did for was it Brotherhood? It was Brotherhood. I had so much fun with that. That shit was great, and I, I would love to see that come back. Like the Assassin um, on Assassin like multiplayer yeah. thing was actually really fun. I don't know why they didn't keep that. I really wish they would bring it back because like Ubisoft, come on, come on. The only <laughs> the only time I ever played like hardcore multiplayer was not Black Ops, uh, Modern Warfare Two. Mm. That was one and done. Um, when I got the kill death ratio, my kill my death was only three. My kill ratio was thirty, and I never picked it. I stopped playing. I retired. <laughs> I never picked it back up. I was like, you can't get any better than that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I was like, no, no. And my friend was like, you was fucking camping. I don't give a fuck. If he's listening to this, Freddy Corona. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't you, you made me the sniper. I became the fucking sniper. I was Tom. I was. I became Tom Berenger in the fucking sniper as the sniper in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That is a movie reference for you all. <laughs> <laughs> It's just anytime they really bring in that competition aspect for it, it's just the assholes kind of come out because everybody just defaults to "I'm better than you." Fucking suck it. I, I wasn't. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't better than anyone. It's just like you give me a sniper rifle and all. After you just stand here and it's like, what is a, what a sniper rifle does? Just stand there and pick people off. I was like, hell, I, and I and don't get mad at me when they was like when I get five kills in a row. I can start using aerial assault weapons. I'm like, well, let's go. Let's see what this do. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, now I do because I remember it. But I like, mm. and then the very last one I played was um, which everyone wants to come back, but it's, I don't think it's ever gonna come back. The Mass Effect Three multiplayer. Mm. First off, it was okay, but it was. Let's just say... Yeah, let's just like capture the flag type shit. Yeah, uh, let's just say this. Uh, there's a lot of people who feels I've ghosted them in terms of playing video games online with other people. Look at here. Um, it's too many of it's you all... It's, it's, too, it's true. It's too many of you all to n- name off Christian. It's one. Uh, <laughs> I do not... <laughs> want to play video games anymore with people i'm just gonna i'm just gonna i'm opening myself up right here right now this is a whole new podcast 
I'm gonna open myself up. I don't want to play with people no more. I, I will play with, um, in this case, high school kids because it's actually helping them get the talk and do to express themselves. And then, like, there's a few of these students who actually want to go to school, and they're asking me questions about going to college. I'm like, it's your choice. For me to be saying it's your choice. But also listen to your parents. Don't 100% listen to me, but listen to your parents. But um, that is a good warning, though. But um, I don't mind playing an aspect. If it's, if it's to help another person connect with someone, that is fine. But when it's like, when you just are tired, you home from work, or you just home from school, or you just home because you just had a shitty day, you want to go online and play a game that inadvertently has multiplayer. The last thing you want to do is hearing your friends. That you know in that most of these games, you can't mute your friends. They're all chatting at once. <laughs> and you can just feel your eye twitching. And you just see every NPC that you that the game says you can kill. I'm sorry. Every NPC that we ever killed and that... Whoops, the fuck that game, game Ubisoft that we played that I dropped out on? Oh, um... Oh! Damn it! Because I know John Berthal became the villain later on, like two years, like four years after the fucking game was out. Was it one of the Was it Ghost Recon? There we go. Yeah. And, and here's the thing though. Our mutual friend was pissed off because I got the fucking um, top sniper rifle on the whole game and I ghosted everyone. I was like, you know where the fuck it's at? Why are you flipping the fuck out on me? It's just a fucking sniper rifle. Jesus fucking Christ. That's not the first time. The second time, I got this legendary gun called the Marty Carlo on Destiny, and everybody was bitching and moaning, like, you got the fucking legendary gun? Yes, I got the legendary gun. I did not bitch and moan when we played up to 14 hours on Bolts of Glass. Y'all got legendary shit, and I got nothing but some lights. I didn't complain. I was actually enjoying myself because we was actually killing shit up until the last four hours. That's when I started. I was like, you know what? I retired from playing games. That didn't even really work that well. It was not in the meta at the time. No. But um, we really drove the nail, the nail in the hell of the coffin. We didn't, me and um, a friend, um, Jesse Alvarado, um, we was, uh, uh, it was a friendly V1v1 of Marvel vs. Capcom 3. He would get a couple of wins. I would get a couple of wins. I'll take some L's. He'll take some L's. We was just having... Fun. We were just chatting about what DLC characters we wanted in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. This rando person comes in and was like, can I play with y'all? I was like, yeah, sure. We just having fun. We just like testing out all these finishers with, they, with, with these new add-ons and shit. And then all of a sudden, this motherfucker, and I shit you not, almost 100 wins off of us. It turned from a friendly, playful time to, we are not letting this motherfucker beat us. And then we find, and then at the end of it all, when we find, I shit you not, we resetted the the matches. I had thirty losses. My friend Jesse had twenty seven. I finally got one off of this person, off of thirty fucking plus matches. I got one. Damn. And he finally, this motherfucker was like, "Good game," and then leaves. Jesse looked him up. He's in the top five in the world on Marvel vs. Capcom. Damn. <laughs> so how much you want to bet that like 
that was you have it. He let us. <laughs> he let us have it. I broke. Like, man, after thirty times, like, all right, I gotta go do some other shit. I don't have a working PlayStation Three controller. Because of that. Because of that, I have one good working PS Three controller. I went through <laughs> four PlayStation Three controllers. Oh my goodness! But oh, that was the end of story time. <laughs> I hope you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So our topics—we're gonna have topics from now on. Maybe sometimes we'll do the first twenty minutes um, story time, depending if anyone has a good story. Or they want to rant or have anything off their mind. They want to just release, like me and my little Black Widow rants. Or at the start of us, um, at the start of this podcast, which they was unaware that I was recording. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't sure of how long, but I would. I knew that there was a point that it had started. I was just like, I'm not sure when. I couldn't tell when you started it. Oh, I'm carrying this shit over. I still have not broken the record, which is your technically your record of nine minutes. Oh no, my record got longer. Oh, it got longer. Ooh. Uh, with Loki, it got longer. Ooh, I am intrigued. Yeah. Let me know. Uh, you want to know what it is? Give it to me, bro. It's uh, it's about I think it was something like twelve minutes and forty something seconds. Nice. <laughs> Mark. I'm yeah. pr- I am proud of you, man. I shattered my own record. <laughs> I, I am I am legit proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I want to technically be Greg Miller's. Um. Greg Miller, kind of funny. Kind of like, seriously, you should know who, Greg, who, is, who he is. It took them till the end of the podcast to actually finally introduce the podcast. Damn. See, I want to try to get to that point at some point. That, I want to try to put it over at some point where everybody's going to be like, are we ever going to start this shit? Actually, that's the end of it. Actually, thanks for joining. Okay, goodbye. That, I don't think it will ever work because one, Benita is expecting it at some point. Right, and you're also saying it. But the thing is, I have patience. <laughs> but you also listen. Benita to this. has seen this on how we plan D and D. I can wait. Yeah. I can wait for you guys to fucking forget. But for you, you are, you listen for keywords. Exactly. So far, you miss three in the span of twenty five minutes, though. Yeah, you know that's 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 totally that's totally apt. I'm not a I'm not superhuman, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that also gives me confidence. Damn, look at Dandy trying to, trying to tell me that I need to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to be Cell in this situation, right? I need you to be Cell. I will be the Goku and give you the sins of being who dicks over his own son. I need you to be perfect Cell in this moment, all right? I thought you were going to go for, like, remember the Titans. We're going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm being Cell in this moment, though. That's fine. That is another movie I have. that is a one and done. Remember the Titans. I just, I just can't, I just can't go back to that movie. For some reason, I just cannot go back to that movie. I mean, it's a very, like, sappy, uh, romanticized look at racism in the yeah 60s slash 70s. Oh. Genuinely, I don't remember when that movie took place. When you was talking about College Humor, there was a College Humor um, short when it was talking about movies um, that just, like, it just, why we root for them. Hoosers with um, Gene Hackman. It was like the team that they went against. That should have been a fucking movie, not Gene Hackman's little fucking um, team. It was like the team that they beaten was the first school. They went he the dude went deep into the history. He's like that was the first high school that really integrated, and they finally got to the championships. He's like after technically they lost that match, they went to have two back to back 
championship wins with a multicultural team. They actually worked hard to work together and like work like have a community come out for them. I was like, and of course Hoosiers would talk about the all white team. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, well shit. I'm like, well, okay. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, well, now that's another list of movies I would never watch. And I was inter- <laughs> I was legit interested in watching you. Like, I was, we, I can say this. We, um, In August, um, Benita plans for us to review. Actually, wait, let me go through the schedule before I <laughs> step on my own foot. Where are you at? Where are you at? Well, what's going on? All right. Tell me, what's going on? Oh, God damn it. Oh, here we go. Fair Street Trilogy Review. In August, mm-hmm. and technically the third one comes out this Friday, so technically we'll just we'll say tentatively August, but technically July. And we can always do it next week. Yeah, we can do it next week. But mm-hmm. um, I've been in a, like a, a horror, slowly horror movie kick because it chapter two, one and two are now on HBO Max, so I burned through those. I burned through the first Halloween. After watching the Halloween Kills movie, um, trailer. Not the the one that came out in 2019, the 1971. I, I, I didn't go, I didn't go back to 2019. I didn't go to the 2019 one. I yeah. should, I should, because my brother's like, you'll probably like, he's like, you'll probably like it. To I see- recommend, yeah, doing Halloween 1 and 2 and then jumping to the 2019 one. Okay. Since okay. that's what they sort of the 2019 one pretends happens is really just like Halloween one and two are the canon ones, and then they forget all about the uh, shitty ones with um, oh that's convenient okay. cults and Paul Paul Rudd and Mr. Rhymes karate kicking um, <laughs> Michael Myers out a window. I would say this: out of all these movies. LL Cool J and Buster Rhymes are the only two black men to survive in a Halloween movie. Right? If I'm forgetting any other black man or person of color in these Halloween movies, tweet at me as Desi is dead. Oh, what's his name? The the dude that survived in the second Anaconda movie. Ice Cube? No, the second one. I've never seen the second one. Yeah, there's a there's a black dude that that floats on the raft with them as they live out of the jungle. Anaconda two, Anaconda two. It's oh. Anaconda, the hunt for the blood orchid. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Is it more? No, not Morris Chess. Was it Morris Chess? No, no. Oh yes. He, no. He got, he got eaten. Okay. Okay. Um, Morris Chestnut. He's the Morris Chestnut became the um, Sean Bean. Of the '90s, part of the '2000s, he always dies. That is actually very the guy who valid point. By the way, Eugene Bird. Eugene Bird lived in a Halloween movie. What the fuck? He lived in this movie. I'm gonna have to go through IMDb. Yeah. Okay. Which for some reason this like I don't know why. My mom, my mom didn't let me watch like really a, a lot of stuff when I was younger, but except for the things that she really liked, which for some reason were exceptions. So she really liked this movie, so I watched this movie a lot. <laughs> Whoa, 
He was in Star Wars. Wait, no way he was in The Force. He was in The Force Awakens. As who? He was in The Force Awakens? It's in his list of movies that he was in. He was in uh, he was a traditional crew in Rogue One. Uh, well, now when I look up known for, the second movie is that Anaconda movie. Oh, probably he's a fan of Star Wars and he probably knows the directors and he probably just put him in the movie because of it as like a rando-ass character. Yeah, it looks like he's done a lot of other stuff. But yeah, straight up, I don't know why that like popped into my head immediately. So Anaconda. But yeah, that dude totally lived. In Anaconda. Well, that's Anaconda. We're talking about Hall- uh, Halloween, though. But we are just talking about like horror movies. Where I, was, I, was, I, was, I was talking specific, I was talking specifically about Halloween, though. You said LL Cool J. Like, didn't he live in like Deep Blue Sea? I was talking about Halloween specifically. I wasn't saying horror movies. In general. Was it shit? What, was it H two O that he was in? Yeah, he was. He got knocked out in H two O. Okay. Because he was the security guard. Yep. He was security okay, guard. it's been so long since I've seen that fucking movie. So. But um. So long. Talk about a one and done, oh, yeah. right? That, that was definitely one and done. Deep Blue Sea. If we're gonna talk about horror movies in general overall, it's so sparse though. Because then you go, you, then you definitely go through the backroom politics. All right, there's still Hollywood is still living on that stereotype. All right, we have more than one person of color. That means only one or all are going to die. Right. So like, blacks, Asians, Latin people, Polynesian, like we all on the fucking chopping block. Like, so right. <laughs> that's why I pick and choose my horror movies. Now, my all time favorite, and everybody's like, why? Because everyone gets it trick or treat. <gasps> that is a good uh, one. That is on my Halloween, that is my repeat on a Halloween watch um, every year. It's Nine Before Christmas and trick or treat. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> a good one. Like, I'm very s- enjoyable. I got to meet Mike Doherty at Long Beach Comic Con that Halloween. Um, he premiered the movie. Um, I was like, I'm just going to tell him X-Men 1 was bomb, and I actually like this movie. <laughs> I am not going to speak about what happened to you for X3. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, God. Uh, I did get to meet him. And he seemed like a cool, cool dude. And he, then he went off to do Godzilla. Um, but seeing watching that movie as like, it changed my perception of like how they set up rule like rules for horror movies but flipping it on its head and this that hollow trick-or-treat is definitely a big spoiler throughout if no one has i know that is a cult classic so which means that is definitely not everyone saw it so i'm actually gonna take many years advice and not spoil the entire movie of that one i'll just say <laughs> it's actually good a good job. one that people need to watch um Damn, I'm I'm getting itching watching it now though. So <laughs> I feel like watching like a movie like that after after this. <laughs> um, Fear Street though, I've been looking at trailers and I've been reading up more on it, and it is based off R.L. Stein, but it's now it's like the first type of R.L. Stein stories that are now rated R, which that is. Ha, I wonder if I'm not the only one. Have you ever looked at an old R.L. Stein book and like could this be turned rated R? Yes, uh-huh. absolutely. Like Night of the Living, not Night of the Living. No, it's not, not, not ah, the puppet. Um, the damn the puppet man. What was the fucking? Not a living dummy. Okay, there we go. 
That, that, I would one, love. that one scarred many people. Mm-hmm. I would love that as a rated R horror movie. Like everyone can get it. Kids, adults, everyone's dying. Just keep like keep the, the ending still the end. The, the hero still wins, but excuse me, I wanna watch I wanna watch everybody die. Yeah, just, just give me just um just give, just give me what I want. Um I like the one where and both me and Benita like this one. This is the one where you find out it was a family of werewolves at the end of it and they went after the person that was after their own child their their own child and then the best friend was just like, uh uh he was like, Oh you're fine, we, we you're safe. We just don't like those people. I was like That would be a good horror movie. Like people's getting picked off left or right. And this, this 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 kid is just thinking like, oh, it's my teacher. And but the kid is like, they was actually right. But the true horror is, their parents are actual monsters. Like, come on, oof, that would be so yes. cool. But that would still be cool because like the kid technically ain't got nothing to worry about. The best friend ain't got nothing to worry about because the family ain't gonna kill the best friend. It's just the fact that you know, just every once in a while in the full blue moon, when it's a full moon. They turn the werewolves. I'm just like, it is what it is. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. No easy way to transition to this, but we're just gonna transition. <laughs> 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 to living with horror. About living in your daydream perfect town. I, I have. I was literally. It's somewhere that is not an existential nightmare. For the last five minutes, I've been trying to figure a good transition, but there was not no. Actually, there was a transition. Fear Street, the name of the town that they live in, you can tell that they don't want to be there, but if for some weird fucking way they're still connected to that town, then that actually gave me the idea for the topic because off that one trailer, see. I didn't watch the movie. I watched the trailer. And then watching the trailer gave me an idea. The ideal video game or in or at slash, not or, slash real life city that we like to live in or visit is the main topic of this ep- inaugural episode of the podcast. So, interesting. Interesting. Do you want to start with one before the other? Yeah, let's start with one before the other. We'll start with... Um, in real life, so yes, yeah, say real world stuff before we go to fantasy. So who wants to go first? Hmm. Why don't you um, go first? Because I think you're not prepared. No, so well, I can I can go first. Go ahead. Or, oh, there you go, Benita. Ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Um, you so. The um, town slash city I would love to live in is a little town in France called uh, Saint-Étienne. Uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. My French is terrible. Um, and it is a smaller city, but it's got a beautiful like train hub there, so you can get to the bigger cities pretty easily um and uh it's just a cute adorable little town that has quite a few things to do but also like lovely sites around it and as i said like easily get to bigger cities so if you want to go to paris you can go to paris if you want to go to lyon which i also love lyon 
uh, Lyon, France is another beautiful city. Um, but yeah, I would love to live there because it's adorable and they have free health care. Oh, damn. So there's that. Oh, God, that's a nice one for sure. I'm sure. I'm trying really hard to think of places. So, does it have to be a place that we haven't been to before? It could be somewhere you've been to or somewhere you haven't been to. It really doesn't matter on this one. Yeah. I have been. This is why it's it stuck with me because I fell in love when we um, went to it from our, the little town I was at for my um, baking internship in France. Got you. Um, so. Nice. Just a beautiful little town that I found in love with. Like, ap- ap- just people riding around on bicycles, like fucking bakeries, as far as the eye can see. Like, just cute little shops. It was just. Your own little Miyazaki. <laughs> basically, oh. Your own little Miyazaki world. You're basically. I mean. Beauty and the Beast. Exact, dude. Me and the, one of the girls, like, every time we were, like, walking to fucking class, we were always singing that stupid song. <laughs> <laughs> These French people probably hate us. <laughs> like wow. stupid Americans. <sighs> no, but that's no. great. Though. That's amazing. That sounds. That sounds quaint. It's so quaint. <laughs> it's like, is that is that what strikes you in the cottage core? Uh, um. Yeah. So I think we could totally do yeah like the cottage core but like the gothy cot like i would just be like the american witch living <laughs> You'd be the american witch. yeah it, i love the idea yeah. that like in all of the american stories it's always like a foreigner for some reason right <gasps> that like portrays like the the other things so i love yes. the idea that in france they would be the american that would be playing the witch yeah it would be me yes <laughs> i would do it <laughs> I would live it. I would live this story. <laughs> Wait, if you did, I know this is a tangent, but if you did, what kind of witch would you be? Uh, I would be a bakery witch, obviously. Um, there you go. Yeah, I would. I would bake the protection potions and spells into the pastries. Um, are, you, are you gonna stereotypically make a gingerbread house? Uh, obviously. <laughs> but it wouldn't be a Christmas like if it's a Christmas one, it's still like haunted. Like it's my default is just haunted gingerbread house. What if it was like haunted gingerbread house Christmas, but instead of Christmas it's Krampus? See, I could do that too. Like <laughs> Sorry, now I ju- now I'm just spitballing ideas. That's great though. Like yeah. I love the city idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> maybe one maybe one day. Right. I think if uh, if I had to if I had to go to anywhere if I had to live somewhere else, like I'm thinking of places I've been obviously because it's like easier. I think I think I would uh, I would love to spend more time and pro and and live and spend time in, like seeing what it would be like living in Cusco. Oh, in, in, in Peru. That I remember like falling in love with it when I went, and not just like in a. Not just in the touristy way of like, oh shoot, like this is like all the beautiful, like beyond just the beautiful like view and na- like nature of everything up there, like it felt really weirdly good to be living up high in like that high of an altitude, and just in general like the the like 
the style of living is of there is very interesting to me. It's very interesting to me for some reason. And I don't know, I've just uh, I've just always felt like I've wanted to always connect more culturally. So I feel like Cusco, Peru would probably be the the my my ideal place. I've, I used I went there once. I stayed for a while, and I enjoyed it. I loved it so much, and I need to go back. Nice. So is that like a a city in the clouds almost? Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, I'm trying to remember how high up it is, but I believe it's multiple miles. Oof. Dang. I'm looking up elevation right now. Uh, it was enough to where you have to worry about altitude sickness getting off of the plane. It's, Ooh, uh, right, it's, yeah. It's 11,200 feet up, so 3,400 meters. Oh, dang. No. Nope. For, comparison, for comparison, let me look up Colorado. Uh, Denver is mile high city, so literally one mile. Literally one mile. Yeah. So no. yeah. So when I when I went to Peru, when I went to Peru, um, I started what the locals always always suggest, and uh, I I stand by it too. Um, if you don't want to do like all the nausea pills and all that kind of stuff, um, when you get to Lima, because no matter what, you got to go to Lima before you go to Cusco. You get to Lima and you have you drink a bunch of the the um, coca leaf tea. Because you can get it in the airport, and you start pounding that shit. They give it to you on the plane, too. You drink it on the plane. You get off of the plane, and you keep drinking it when you get off of the plane. Not only is it the thing that is it like fully full of caffeine, but it's the thing that like the locals always used and chewed on the leaves historically that actually like combats altitude sickness because of the amount of caffeine and natural natural like uh, uh, like I guess I don't know exactly what's in it, but the the stuff that's in it it is also the same thing. That is illegal in the U.S. because it is the base plant used to make cocaine. Oh! So in Peru, it's obviously not illegal, but in Peru, they don't make cocaine out of it. They, I mean, well, obviously not most people, but it's just like they they have the leaves, and the leaves you like the 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 people the the people used to chew uh, up in the mountains for like energy, basically. Wow! So it's pretty much how you get acclimated to the area. Yeah, pretty much. You drink it. You drink it in the tea, and uh, and that like helps honestly like a crap ton with the altitude sickness. I dr- I think I had like seven cups before I got off the plane into Cusco, and I barely felt anything to the point to where I I was con- overly confident, and I ran up a, a a ruin site that we were like that we were at so that because we needed to hike up real quick. For the record, I didn't hike. I didn't run the ruins. You know, like like destroying them or anything. I was hiking up the hike path. Up the ruins along the side. I'm gonna say that right now. Oh yeah, you and, don't want uh, you don't be those dumbasses that I hear. Exactly, uh, like uh, I'm not. Exactly, I'm not running up a ruin. I'm running up the assigned pathway that, along the side of the ruin. Uh, I ran up that, and by the time I got up to the top, I was so winded and I couldn't catch my breath that I nearly passed out. Oh dang! And that because I I did not realize that I had acclimated because of the tea, but I wasn't used to it physically, anyways. Ooh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, but either way, like Cusco was an adventure and a half, and I loved it, and I I love the area, and I love the 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 people and everything. So yeah, that's that's someplace for sure. That's why that I, sounds awesome. That's why when I go anywhere, I tend to like stay in for like first twenty four hours before adventuring out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like that. When I go on vacation, I'm one of those people that's like, all right, we got we got off the plane, uh, like we got off the plane local time at ten o'clock. Uh, fuck our internal clocks. We're gonna go drop our shit off at the room. 
we're gonna go get lunch at 12 and then we're gonna go start looking at shit and see what we can find uh, in the evening to late and then prepare, get dinner locally so we can find out what's good and then next day we start out of the shit. See? <laughs> I'm that guy when I'm, I'm, I'm used to that when I go um, uh, to, on vacation because I'm used to only being somewhere for like a weekend to like maybe five days. Mm-hmm. Then you want to mm-hmm. RIP Anthony Bourdain. Um, you want to Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain it. You don't want to look it up. Just go adventure. Yeah, exactly. Experience. Exactly. That's the whole point. When I went to when I went to like to uh, Cancun, it was exactly like that. We were like, nah, fuck the resort stuff. And I don't mean like fuck the resort as in like, oh, we're gonna leave, get off the resort. I just mean like, like we we like met a we 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 made friends with the taxi guy that uh, picked us up. And uh, we we were like making friends with them and being like, oh hey, you know, like if you just come back to pick us up in the morning, we'll pay you like your standard rate on top of that, so that way you have guaranteed work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just take us to the places that you like around town and stuff. And uh, he took us to good, you know, food places and good like like even some local kind of like uh, uh, cenotes, like the the holes that were you know filled with rainwater and stuff that you can like dive down and uh, and snorkel and all that. That are like privately owned, not the resort owned ones, and that was a lot of fun. Like you gotta, you gotta like go through when you're when you're traveling and like kind of like make connections with the people locally that can like point you in the right direction and stuff. You know, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm talking way too much about traveling now. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the whole point of this. No. This is the whole point of this episode. <laughs> Adventure is out there, people. It is out there now that uh, now that things are starting to open back up. If you're vaccinated and you have the means to, I would recommend please go out and travel and see things because it is it is such a good opportunity to not only experience new things but learn new cultures and and learn new perspectives of things. It's just it's so good to travel when you can. Yeah, and it's even if you can't, doing it. be a tourist in your own town. Yeah, exactly. Do the touristy things in your your places and learn to enjoy your your surroundings. That's always a good adventure too. If you can't you can't be the one to go out and see like all these crazy new things. Be the one that when someone comes to your area, you can be the one to facilitate that time for them. Yes. There's always new taco shops popping up. Oh, hell yeah. Tacos. Until we get a taco truck on every corner, it's not enough in this country. God, you guys are making me hungry. Oh, you have, you have oh, Benita, you have not been out here in the last few years. There's, there's a lot of good spots been opening up a lot locally. Oh my Especially when the Betia craze kicked up. Like, I would say late 2019, all throughout 2020, Betia has like. For some fucking reason, the craze has kicked in. Now everybody, what? everybody in their mother has a fucking Beria um, spot. You know why? Because Beria is fucking awesome and it deserves its spot. Oh fuck yes! Yeah. Ooh, the fucking case of that Beria pizza that everybody's been like sharing on on uh, and stuff. Oh, I have, no! I have a friend. I have a friend who um, whose cousin mm-hmm. owns a Beria spot in Yuma. Oh damn. And they're like, Des, you gotta come back out here to Yuma. I was like, I would if I was able to fucking drive. <laughs> you must, you must be crazy if you think I can make it out there just on a whim. <laughs> <laughs> like, bruh. <laughs> like they have a, a they, 
Thank you. You, you, you has some has some hot spots uh, apparently kicking up uh, up in in Arizona. I was like, all right. I was like, I'll make my trip one day again, round two in Arizona for Des. But um, transition over to mine. I have a lot, a list of places that I want to go to, only because my grandmother was more of the traveler in the family than anybody. Like she's been to Mexico, she has been to Hawaii, she's been to Trinidad, Tobago. She's like she was only for a layover. In Canada, but she spent the good amount of time in Canada. So she's more traveled than I am. But <laughs> but, but that's where man, this inspiration for this episode technically also came from. The second half of it, the in real life part, was from my grandmother though. So this is a nice little tribute to her because um, there was like a list of things that I told her I wanted to go. Um, Spain is mainly food trips. <laughs> I will experience the culture. Hence why Spain is number one is because they have great um, architecture and a lot of amazing artists that came from Spain. So I definitely want to travel throughout Spain, hidden Barcelona. Um, it's like the capital of Barcelona, especially that um, the fucking um, fountain, that snake wave fountain that they have yeah. is what I want to check out. Um an artist, I keep forgetting his name, he created the architecture for the apartment complexes that they have. It looks like if you do an aerial shot of it, it looks like it's a wavy pattern. When you see the actual in front of view, it just like looked like a normal apartment complex. And it was the architecture of that building is just super fucking amazing. Oh, it's amazing. And the museums and the food and oh my, oh god. my god. They have a cinnamon roll spot. They, they drench the shit out of it in chocolate. And I'm just like... Oh. They, have like a cut, <laughs> they have a cut of ham that is illegal in the u.s because of the curing process that they use to make it because it takes six months and the fda or the usda here in the united states does not want to retin does not uh that directly that directly is like violating like a specific rule or something like that so it's not legal in the u.s and that, but sorry in Spain, it is so it is the best richest cut of pork you will ever try in your life i swear to god like all you need is literally like a very thin sliver of this pork and mm. not only does it like melt in your mouth it fills it as if you had just eaten like a hearty fucking chunk of pork dude i haven't ate dinner yet so let's... what is this magical thing called and how do i get it <laughs> it's called jamon iberico j-a-m-o-n space i-b-e-r-c and I was going to call, like, I know, the, I know the U.S. had no right to be talking about that because you got um, aged, dried, or aged fucking steaks and shit. Like, literally sat out to be, like, in a specific, like, I know in Spain they do have, they probably have the same process for aging ham. Like, we oh, have, yeah. like, you know, over six months. And there's, like, a shoot you not, a 30-day aged fucking, like, prime rib. So, like, I know the U.S. have no fucking reason to mention about what other people are doing. And we doing that shit out here. When mold and shit on it, and you still got these steak connoisseurs cooking it. I'm pretty sure they made a joke about this in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, too. <laughs> I gotta go back to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ooh, that I, looks good. The final season is coming up. But, um, I swear, it is... Honestly, I would... I. 
there are very few things I would jump on a plane directly for. If you told me, hey, get the days and we're going to go just to go get Hamon Iberico, I would go to Spain just for that. Adventure. I'm uh, no lie. It's ow. so fucking good. Um, another one I, w- I would love to go is the, pretty much... I want to know, like, I don't want to... This one is tied to Ancestry. I don't want to do that 23 Me because the government do keep your blood. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way, but at the same time, I'm like, what's the government going to do with my blood? They don't I, care about it. They don't, I, care, about my, they don't care about my blood. Do I want to know if I am related to a serial killer? Like, I want to know, like... Maybe. Like, where am I from? And, like, where is my ancestry in Africa is where, where, where I'm from? Like that portion, or if yeah. I have any um, um, ancestry in Latin America or here in the U.S., like like where is my race tied to? And I will go to that part of the region to like learn more, so I can be more conscious and be like, all right, I need to speak up more. That type of thing. Hence, um, yeah. why I would never be called African American, uh, Black American, but. Um, I do for a fun place to go to to travel. Hershey's, Pennsylvania. It's literally in the name of it. Hershey's, Pennsylvania. The chocolate capital of the world. No. Oh, my God. No. Why? No. Why? No. Why? No. no. Why? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like pretentious baker lady but that is not the chocolate capital of the world because it's not really chocolate if you want really good chocolate legit go to europe like fucking belgium is belgium is a good place to have chocolate france is a great place to have chocolate fucking england is a good place to have chocolate because they don't have to put all these like weird additives in it because like a lot of the chocolate they have here in the u.s they have to do this little additive thing it's like where sometimes you have the chocolate and it kind of almost has like a little bit of a sour aftertaste to it it's the preservative they have to add to it to make sure it's like longer shelf life which they don't do over there so you have like pure chocolate in other countries whereas here it's like fucking um not pure chocolate you was very strong this ain't the first time this, I we, saw the chocolate bomb go off there. Damn. This <laughs> yeah. We this is a re this is technically a reboot of the same conversation about Hershey's Pennsylvania, but when we talked about it, she was actually in France at the time. Oh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this ain't the, this ain't the first time. More insulting. But here's the thing, though. In this one, you started off strong, but you ended off just horrible. <laughs> so, all right, I'll take right. I'll take Hershey's Pennsylvania off the list. I'll go. Thank you. I'll go to France. Yeah. And act, um, and, and act bougie with everyone else. I'm just fine. <laughs> Do not hate us if we have any um um France listeners. We we love you. Um, I'm just being an asshole at this point. <laughs> yes. Please know, like. Hershey's chocolate is not real chocolate. It's not real chocolate. Just now, end of story. Tim Tams. Oh. 
Australia, you on the list. I will I will deal with was it is it magpies or magpies is a US thing. I think magpie What's the name of that bird that that funny ass YouTube video of that news reporter in Australia just literally went through they literally tell you they're in season. They're mating. Don't oh. ride your bike in this area. Right. I remember something about that. But I deal with killer spiders and killer snakes to chill out and just literally travel throughout Australia. Yeah, that shit was fun. Mm. Wait, you went to Australia already? <laughs> okay. About to flex, yeah. Another, another, Damn, another, another, been in. another flex on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, the northern and then the uh, western. Oh damn! Yeah. Which side did you like better? Divide the. Other. I'm sorry, not not western, eastern, the eastern side. My bad. Um, <laughs> Divide the audience here. <laughs> um, I guess I like the eastern side because the northern place he went to is called Darwin, um, and it wasn't um, there wasn't too much happening there. Uh, we were also attacked by leeches, so um, wasn't the best of experience and then the uh second place you went to is and i'm sure there's going to be australian people angry i think it's cairns cairns um c-a-i-r-n-s oh um can't can't i don't however they pronounce it um and that's i have no idea (laughs) i don't remember um and that one uh, had a bit more going for it, but I was I was also disappointed there because I was supposed to go uh, snorkeling on the Great Barrier Reef, and that was when the family of six decided to protest our naval uh, uh, ship, and they didn't let us uh, depart said ship because of the six protesters. And I'm like, can't like just. This, it isn't refundable. Please let me go. It's the Great Barrier Reef. I just had to go snorkeling. Um, oh, man. And then I missed it. So I still curse that family to this day, even though I'm like, I get it. Like, cool. It's like, do you, it's your right. But also, like, fuck you. Fuck so you. Exactly. Also, fuck you. Fuck, fuck you guys. Like, okay. Just, <laughs> anywho. Uh, Anywho, not our president, not the not the soldiers. Uh, <laughs> my last one, and I'm pretty sure Benita already been, and my grandmother has already been San Francisco. Yes, lovely. Yeah. I've never been to San Francisco yet. I yep, to. yep. I called it. Ooh, she was fat. My <laughs> my um, I will go just for nostalgia kick because my grandmother, when she goes, it's the main offices for Seeds Candy. Oh, see, I'm okay yeah, with yeah. Steve's candy. Huh? You okay with Steve's candy? Okay, see. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's her her spot. That's if we, every time she goes, um, she always goes there first. So she's pretty much like Christian. When she lands, she puts the shit up. She's going straight to Steve's candy. 
Straight to go seize candy. Get her candy. Go, see go on the tour. Get her candy. Um, her butter toffee. Her seize, seize. Um, and then she goes to Fisherman Wharves for um, clam chowder. Nice. You no, know, I respect knowing what she wants. Oh, yes. <laughs> And then um, museums and stuff like that. She was like, I, I went here, I went here. And I was like, and I wasn't there, Grandma. <laughs> I'm like, it's unfair. I'm here watching these boys. And you was out there living your best life. With Paw Paw. I'm out here watching your grandsons. I am quietly angry. <laughs> And then it just ends off. She gives me the chocolate, um, the chocolate lollipops from um, C's, and I'm like, "All right, we're good. Like, we're good. I love these. They take forever to eat. Oh, I don't care. I, I would. <laughs> they're fucking good. I'm yeah, like, like when she gets a coupon, and it was like, I was like, so I can get some too. She's like, oh hell yeah, I got a, somebody gave me a fifty dollar coupon. I was like, praise whoever. She's like, don't do it. I was like, all right, thank whoever gave you that fifty dollar coupon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do just pretty much want to go for the, um, the galleries um, that are they're actually showing up a lot more, and there's a lot more galleries that's geared towards more for people of color and people who are um, who identify as LGBT. So because there's a lot more artists who are coming out, speaking their voices, and actually showing that there are some way I want to definitely see um, these galleries are popping up. Um, there is a museum in SF that only has this fucking painting from. Um, Oh fuck! And I talked about her. <laughs> she was in my paper, and it's not oh, on the computer. Damn it! They kept her painting in SF is because they felt it was too big to move, which is bullshit. Which is utter bullshit. But either way, she has her own wing, um, and then um, in MoMA, SF MoMA, not out here in California, not in LA. I definitely want to see that. I want to go to Fisherman's Wharf for the two different versions of clam chowder. They got red clam chowder, and then they got your basic clam chowder. And I want to try them both. Oof. I like clam chowder. That's as far as seafood I will go. <laughs> I don't fuck with. Hey, shrimp. you know that's pretty seafood. That's still more seafood than I normally do. I know because I don't eat shrimp, and I'm like, let's get some shrimp. You want me to throw up? You you want your day ruined? <laughs> ruined. <laughs> um and then also replaying Watch Dogs 2 has given me a good affinity like I want to like this is a video game I'm playing I want to experience the fucking city mm -hmm. like I want yeah. I want to go to Oakland and see it I want to go to Marion County like the home of fucking um, Lucasfilm like I want to go like these are the areas I want to go I want to see the Golden Gate Bridge I want to see um their uh Golden Gate Park like, I'm seeing all this shit in the video game. Yeah, it's a good representation of it, but I'm like, I want to physically be there. And there's been three times I could have been there. Three times. The last one was due to my grandmother's health, so that doesn't count. But the first two, I'm going to technically blame myself. Even though it was, like, it was being responsible. The first time IGN gave me a job interview, I didn't go. Oof. Second one, was going to be a group trip. I did the responsible thing. We needed money for the for the bills, and I was like, I can't go. Like time to be responsible. Time to be responsible. <laughs> and then our my uh, our friend Lincoln with his 
now X. Um, they end up winning on their own, and they had a good trip. So I was like, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't go. I would have been the third wheel. Nah. I, I do not want to be third. You're like, I don't third wheel, all right? Mm, done it before. Don't want to do it again. <laughs> oh, no. But that, but, uh, that is just pretty much like, I, I remember my grandmother said she wanted to go to Spain. So I just pretty much written down cities that I wanted to go based off what, what me and my grandmother talked about. Now, living, if I had the choice out of all those places we talked about, minus Herschel, Hershey's, Pennsylvania, because we don't want to hear um, Benita Raft the con us again. <laughs> <laughs> I think Spain. I would definitely rather live in Spain. I do not want to be in the U.S. no more. Yeah. If I want to be soaked up yeah. with, if I want more better connection with art, learning the community, and getting the sense of like, there's a lot of sense of color, and then just like ex- experimenting in terms of art in Spain, I would rather go there. Yeah. Yes, I would miss. That would it. be a good place, I think. Yes, I would miss the creature comforts of um, shitting on. Um, well, I'll be the I would be the the tourist who has to work real hard to be a local, but yeah. I, I'll be fine with that. Yeah. Eventually, you'll be there. Now, eventually, the community will accept me, the American from California. Like I <laughs> shit on people who don't live in Los Angeles who think they know this. Anyway, video I, game world. Like genuinely, like you know, not to be like yes, I am an avid world traveler because like. I mean, I have, I have traveled the world, but, like, for the most part, like, no matter where you go, people are going to be genuinely nice as long as you are genuinely nice. Yeah, that is So, it's, it's Um, absolutely what you give them, they give back to you, and I mean, of course, there's going to be, like, some dickbags out there, there's, especially in Paris, like, that was one of the funniest things when I was... Um, interning out there um, in the little um, town, they were warning us because we were like, "Oh, we're actually very excited. We're like going to go to Paris, first time going to Paris." And they're like, "You have to know, Parisians are not French. They are Parisians." Like they were like distinctly like separating them out that they're like they are they're not French people. They are just they are Parisians. Mm-hmm. Parisians only. They're stuck up. And then I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But then I get there and I'm like, oh, no, I, I get it. <laughs> and, uh, I get it now, what they what they mean. I feel like it would be sort of equating, like, how, you are know, like, New Yorkers, like, not to say, like, New Yorkers aren't Americans, like, please don't get offense, any uh, New Yorkers listening, but, like, they're always the ones that are, like, we're New Yorkers first and, like, Americans second, you know? <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. And they just, they just have that, yeah, just that, I don't want to say attitude, but, like, that presence that they just, they carry themselves as New York, like, they're just New Yorkers, that's how you describe them. They're like, you're also back, but you're New York, you're New Yorkers, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I was equating to um, those who... When they move, like let's say, hmm, I'm trying to give a good example. Ah, here's a, here's a good example. Let's say someone from LA, my, not me, because I would be, if I moved to where you're at, I'd be like, 
Um, help me, Benita. I don't know where the fuck I'm at. <laughs> and I'd be like, let's go, bitch. Get in the car. See, that's me. I'm going to, like, if I have a friend that lives in the city that I'm now in, I'm going to use them as much as I can so I can finally be acclimated to the area. There's the, those who never been, never lived there, but now live in, in a specific town. They've probably been here for maybe like two years, and they think they know everything. And I like the fact that when you when we started this topic right off the bat, if you, even if you are a local, still act like a tourist where you're from. Because do not be one of those people who are from out of state who now lives within the new state thinking they know more than an actual local. Local. Like, I have, and I, I will do it again, on the blue line, coming home, this person think they was hot shit, talking mad shit, I intentionally gave them the wrong direction on the blue line, they are headed to Inglewood. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> Don't care. I gave another person a direction to the wrong side of Long Beach. There is the wrong side of Long Beach, people. Oh, yeah. Always there. So, because I'm a local. And there's places I know where I don't go to in my own hometown. But that's what I'm saying. That's, like, the whole point. Like, you get what you give out. So, yeah, if you are shitty to local people or you are, like, loudly dissing on them in the area, like, they are not going to show you. A great grand old time. It's like, man, I hate all of these specific type of people because they hate. They never want to. They never want to be nice to my kind of people. And it's just like, are you, are you saying that out loud? Like while you're like in the restaurants and you know right. being rude about it and like being very obvious about everything. Yeah, no. Are you sure you're not facilitating it? Right. Like, oh, just be nice people. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we're going to switch over to video game cities that we'd like to visit. Now, this is going to be visit, not live in. From the real world to the virtual world. Yes. Because I changed for the video game ones because before we actually, I didn't record this part. Majority of these places. Or not so good, not so fun to live in. You would be constantly li- if you, if y'all, any of y'all play video games. If you're listen, this listener, you don't play video games. We're gonna give you some good examples of where you do not want to live in. Just saying, maybe Animal Crossing be up your lane. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Mm. Okay, it's either The Sims. Or Animal Crossing. Y'all choose. Oh, us choose. It's your option. I don't know. Because the Sims... Yeah, I mean, I, I already told you when he first brought this up that the play, the video game I was going to live in was Animal Crossing, so... <laughs> what? Okay. I told you that. I told you that the first time you brought this up. Like, where would Like, yeah, this is a great topic. And I'm like, easy, Animal Crossing. You don't have to worry about fucking... Wars, you don't have to worry about like fucking dying or like you just randomly help people, you make bells, you redecorate your house, and 
your island or your city, and even if you get bit by a fucking tarantula or a scorpion, you know what? Again, free healthcare, and they fix you right up, and you're on your way to enjoy the next day. Oh, God. I didn't even think about the war thing. I'm like, wait, are we are we talking about this scenario as if we are just living as bystanders in this world? Yes. Oh, bystanders. Different. Yeah. I was yeah. about to be like, hey, can I cheat and say that's, that I want to live in Skyrim because I know I can mod the fuck out of it? <laughs> right oh god but to be an npc in one of my skyrim saves do you really no but you would just be repeating the same line over and over again yeah yeah no no drinker hey you're finally awake You got ambushed That's outside right. that big and <laughs> same as us. Won't <laughs> be long now. They find you crossing <laughs> Red Cliff. Oh. No, not Red Cliff. Fucking hell! <laughs> and I'm not thinking about Dragon Age. I'm still thinking about Dragon Age. God damn it. Dragon Age. I am not. I am not. I am not. I am not picking Dragon Age. Right off the bat, before we go back to you, Chris, I am not picking Dragon Age. No, no. I, if listeners, you've been following us till now. This is the one time I'm not picking Dragon Age. All right, so deal wow. With it. Your floor, Mister Lamb. You have to say that. Say that more, oh, like me. Owen Wilson. Uh, oh, I'm th- I, I'm thinking real hard about this, and I'm think uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna circumvent this answer in a in a crazy way, and I'm gonna say. I want to live in the world of Baldur's Gate 3 because the world of Baldur's Gate 3 is set in the Forgotten Realms, which means I'm living in the D&D universe, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, And, and what's also, the um, it, great it, evil you're having to face? Oh, it, it lives and many things. I'll probably die, but at the very least, there are commoners, uh, commoners' backgrounds that can still be heroes anyways. So even though it, I would start as a commoner or NPC in that way, I could definitely still continue to live. If this is your first time listening to the Space Oddity Collective or you've been following us throughout the GCR, Christian always brings, will always and forever bring up Dungeons & Dragons. And he has a future episode this coming October called D&D and Beyond. But yes, that I, I would like to live in the Forgotten Realms. Uh, I'm saying that I'm saying Baldur's Gate three, obviously, because it, it's based off of the exact, it's based off of the lore for Forgotten Realms. So I uh, like, I'm choosing it because I definitely want to live in. I want to live in a world that magic exists, and in a world that even as an NPC, I know that I could be happy. <laughs> so you don't want to, to live. live in the world of Fantasy High. But that exists in in the world of the Forgotten Realms because they're all interconnected as different multiverses. <laughs> so you find so see, if you see, die in one, you can wake up in another. So he, exactly. He, if he I die in one, if I die in one, my 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 the alignment of my soul transfers from one area into another, and then circumvents the uh, astral plane and finds its home plane in a different side, and then uh, gets re- uh, reincarnated as a spirit there. See, you found a loop. You found the loophole within the. Loop I found the loophole. I, even through video games, I know how to get find my way to the D and D universe. See? <laughs> so this one, so to, to go over to mine, 
I it, it I too found a loophole, and this is no bullshit. This is taken from a loop from his Sky or Skyrim talk. I will pick The Sims, specifically The Sims Three. Sims. So you'd have someone control your every move and moment in life. No, 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 no. Like the movie Gamer with Gerard Butler. <laughs> oh, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Let's not bring up that movie. I was, <laughs> I was pissed that we had to go see that movie. Yeah, that it wasn't was, a that wasn't exactly a movie I would want anybody to drag me to. I literally looked at my oh. brother. I was like, "Is this payback? Is this payback for um?" Or, um, what's the fuck? Uh, what's the fuck? The name of that Jason Statham movie? I have not seen in a fucking minute. Um, no. Crank. Death. Death Crank. Crank. Oh God, Crank. I was like, this. Oh, movie? that's bad. Was like, that was. And they made like. Did they make two or three of those? Two. I, I think they made three. I think they might have made three. No, they made two. Oh God. And here's okay. the and here's the thing though. I know, I know Jason Statham is shitting on the MCU and stuff. You have no... He has no right. No, yeah, he doesn't. He's no, a good actor. Or, well, I mean, he's a he's an action movie actor. Like, come on. I was like, I would have like... I, in, if I was the interviewer, I'd be like, you cannot talk about the MCU. He's like, why? You did Crank. And Crank 2. Mm. And what was the one music video where he danced in like that golden yellow spandex? Well, um, yeah, you know, I wanna, I wanna tell people that I have a, I have a sense of humor as well. He was in, like, he was in some music video, and he was that was like one of his first projects was in this music video, and yeah, he's literally just dancing in a tiny like, like golden banana hammock. Um, and just oiled up to shit like just google it Jason Statham music video and then you'll be like okay this guy literally has nothing to complain about it was like Steven Dwarf complaining about the MCU and it's like bitch stop it we get it you like you, you peaked at Blade it's like, fine <laughs> every time it's I, fine. I just look at I look at this. Every time I see someone complain about the MCU or how the DCU, you don't like money. That's fine. You, you just don't like money. There's some actors who admit they had their curiosity of being a superhero was satiated, so they went to go be a superhero for these movies. Some actors like Sam Jackson. Oh, yeah, I get money. Mad money for doing these movies. You know, you know, 100%. I'm getting million to five to $10 million a movie. Hey, you being real with it. Like, shoot, you making money when you do those movies. But when you are barely in anything, you don't have no right to talk shit. Now, Jason Statham, we could talk shit because he's, like I said before, Crank 1 and Crank 2. And I feel smack bad for Amy Smart. They was fucking yeah. in the middle of the fucking street. And then the first one, he was banging an old lady. Just to get his heart going. going on a racetrack, on a horse track. Yeah. Yep. But now, yeah. You're like, hey, people love the absurdity of this scene from the first time. Let's do it again. But worse. Um, and then, like, a terrible... He, and then he's... Oh, my God. And then he was in... Um, he did a fucking... 
Uribol movie. Like, you cannot shit on the Marvel Cinematic Universe if you have been in an Uribol. Thank you. You will, you will, Uwe. How do you pronounce that motherfucker's name? Fuck I still him. don't know. And his, but his, you didn't know this. You me agreed and, to be in one of those shitty movies, Jason Statham, so like, no. Me, go listen to the final episode of the Night Owl show. Me and Chris were shitting on Uwe <laughs> On the final episode of the Night Owl show. I said, I could fight him. I could fight Uwe I remember Just, that, yeah. I like give me six months training time. He ain't knocking me out. I'm not going in to knock him out. I'm going in to make him throw up. <laughs> that's, that's that's the difference. This is the difference between knocking someone out and trying to make them throw up. So knocking him in the head and knocking him in the chest. Oh, there's a, I'm actually as someone who's been in a lot of fights and actually got have gotten knocked out before. Um, the person who had knocked me out taught me how to hit a person in the right area in the round between the, the stomach and the chest that hits right in the diaphragm of that area to make the person throw up when you hit them with one punch. Damn. Yeah, so this, essentially... You gotta show me that sometime. Not like as a demonstration, as in like, you gotta show me how to do that one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> essentially, the bully who knocked me out taught me how to fight. Better. Literally. Better. I was like... I still have to look like I still want to fuck you up, but I know I'm going to lose again if I try to swim. I'm real sad that no one got that anime reference. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I know sorry, we- I fell down the rabbit hole of Uwe Bull movies. Um, I'm so sorry. But to go back to g- tangents, tangents on tangents. Um, now, for Sims 3, there's a multi- multitude of worlds that you can live in. Um, and that's this is, yes, specifically you know there's always those words you can you you know how to say it but you oh when you actually verbally say it you mispronounce it anyway yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um you they have a lot try to remember how to spell the words halftime oh my god i don't know why to this day trying to spell definitely is one of the most difficult fucking things ever i always write when <laughs> see i was about to do it i always write wednesday and every single time i write it out i out loud say wednesday because <laughs> otherwise, I will not fucking spell Wednesday correctly. They're like, what did end Wednesday? When did Wednesday? When did Wednesday? Like, like Wednesday. Yeah. Wedding NES console day. <laughs> um. Yes. But within the Sims world, especially Sims Three, you get these perks that help you learn your attributes a lot more faster. And you get the one where you can be essentially immortal that will lock you, like lock the age where you're at. I was like, fuck yeah. Like currently right now, my Sim, I'm replaying Sims. So I am technically playing something else besides um, Rocket League because I need something. Because, God, these kids, like, oh, we, we barely play Rocket League. This little motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. 12. On his own, all right? He has two other people. I'm telling him, work as a team. I'm like, fuck it. You're the LeBron James of our crew. You got 12 on your own. This other crew got three. These other teams you're going against, they're just demolitioning y'all because they're pissed that they're losing constantly. Yeah. I'm like, even I'm getting a little bit annoyed. I'm like, all right, you're showing off. You you, you are showing off. Please work as a team. For the, they'll yeah. triple team you. You don't want to be triple team. 
I digress. <laughs> Sims 3 is a perfect for me to go into this oh. world and Desi just be... is a co- What? No, I'm like, oh, Desi is a coach. <laughs> Cause that was some real coach shit right there. I know, it was. It really was. That was like I didn't mean to cut you off, but that was a real coach moment there. Like, damn, I love this kids, but fucking A, they don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm like, was I like this at 13? I probably was. No, I was a loner. I was like, I just love it, man. Cause it's. I'm sorry, I just. I, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Cause I'm like, I'm sitting here like, I know I was a loner at 13, but still, was that just that goddamn difficult? Fuck. Well, based off of what you've told me and what you've said on podcast before, yes, 100, percent absolutely, you were that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> But um, it, it, I know it seems like I'm like I'm, I'm not enjoying. I am. I'm enjoying myself when I'm not playing the fucking game, <laughs> Rocket League. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself more that way, as opposed to. I always hope all my students, as my students are there. If all my students are there, I don't have to play. <laughs> I just be. I can just be the fucking coach. Yeah, you're the coach. You're the one that's like. <laughs> you're, you're the one that's telling them how to get good from the sidelines. Like I don't want to play because it was like, oh my god, I got a fluke score. I got a fluke. I got a trophy for finally hitting a goal. You should be like, you should use that as motivation and be like, see, you guys really are shit at this because I'm doing better on flukes than you guys are on purpose. Like I shit you not, I tell the students right on day one, I got a trophy for just losing. That's, I mean, to be fair, anybody that grew up in the public school system between 1980 like, and now probably has as well. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the, here's, here's, here's now our, a new, another tangent within a tangent within a tangent. So <laughs> I had played baseball. We came in third place. Everyone on the team got a trophy except for me. What? You want to know Why? My parents Why? never played, never paid for that season when I played baseball. Uh... So I went the whole entire season with the, thing, with the thinking, oh, it was paid because I would get to go on these baseball trips. No, they took pity on me. So I even helped them get to the championships when we came in third. So mm-hmm. I get... No recognition. So my name, uh, I, don't, I don't. That gymnasium got remodeled, so I don't even know if those fucking pictures are still up. But either way, my name is not on the picture because I remember going up there one time before we moved from that area to over here where I'm at now. I went in that gymnasium. My pit, my name is not on the picture. Like you normally, they'll put not pictured, then the player's name. Oh no, yeah. I didn't even get that. So I know about winning and not getting any losing and not getting a participation trophy. So I never got a participation trophy ever. I get surprised when someone says, Oh, I got a participation trophy. Like, what the fuck for? <laughs> so I'm like, so when what, I get, go ahead. You remember approximately like what, what year that, that was or what grade that was? Seventh grade. So that was between um, 97. This was the summer of 97 going into 98. So I'm going from the seventh to the eighth grade. Like 97, 98. Can we get the, can we get the, uh, uh... I can give you the jersey number of my jersey number of that year. Oh, what was your jersey number? 12. Someone else had 22. 
<laughs> I always thought I owned the number. I, I always thought I owned the number twenty-two because my birthday is on the twenty-second of June. Uh-huh. So I either want number six for June or twenty-two for my, the day of my birth. Uh, the day of my birthday. We need to start a hashtag and be like hashtag twelve one ninety-eight <laughs> or hashtag twelve MVP ninety-eight. The only people that will know is everyone who's listening to this podcast and us three. Exactly. And my that's brother. the point. And my brothers. If we can, if some, if somehow we can get uh, hashtag uh, twelve MVP ninety eight, like going, and nobody knows what the fuck the context is. It's like, yeah, man, number twelve. That was the fucking MVP in ninety eight. <laughs> MVP, my ass. Um, <laughs> the only trophy that I actually won was for a beauty pageant. As you should. <laughs> Why were you in the beauty pageant? You, you are a beautiful man. You are a beautiful man. Des. I was. What, I was. You in a beauty pageant? I'm really the, that, I was twelve, so same year as baseball. I went to get so out of the same year as you were in baseball. Yeah. Is that why your parents didn't pay for it because they were too busy paying for the beauty pageant? My grandmother made the suit. They didn't pay for anything. The Damn. suit. That picture that uh, I, I posted on Facebook that you before you you left Facebook. One in that teal, that um, that that um, jungle green suit with the black and green um, no neck button down shirt, with the matching handkerchief, with the shined out dress shoes, with the matching socks. Look at you with the shined out shoes and shit, ready to step out and have people be like, "Damn, that shiny ass thing from the bottom." My grandmother. Made I'm gonna need suit. you to just share this. In Discord again. Okay. My, my grandmother made that suit. Like, I'm gonna need this tonight. Mm-hmm. I'll see it. this with my two eyeballs. So I was I was 12 at the time, and the reason why I did it, so one to get out of school. <laughs> two, Fair. there was a lot of girls in that thing, and they awesome. needed and they needed boys. So I was technically one of three. But the other two, I remember, I remember specifically dropped out because it was like beauty pageant. Ugh. So I was really competing against high school students. I was the only 12-year-old middle schooler going against other high school students. I don't know why, but that seems problematic for some reason. I don't care. I fucking won. <laughs> that seems more problematic for some reason. I was like, yo, all these girls, even from my school who went, are talking to me. Eighth graders, ninth graders, a twelfth grader. We're talking to me. Desi won the beauty pageant. God damn! Look at that. I was. That's a hell of a fucking flex, bro. Not gonna lie. That is. That is a flex. I don't care. All right. I was like, someone told me a bunch of young women around my age and older thought I was fine. I'm taking (laughs) that with me till I die. See, I'm gonna need you to sing. I feel pretty. Oh, I even have a picture of me at work, and Kristen was there that day with my mohawk, slid back, sitting there, bored at work, and I even have a sign posted over my face. I, I feel so pretty. I remember that. I do remember that. That shit was hilarious. And I did Yeah, sing I'm just going to, I'm going to need you to sing it, though. I'm so pretty. Oh, so pretty. But wonderful and gay. <laughs> That's enough for copyright. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't, oh yeah, do not copyright us. We're not on YouTube. We're not on YouTube. 
We are not on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We no longer have the protection of licensing. Let's continue. We're on Spotify. Please this is for joke purposes only. This was not for monetary purposes. Thank you very much. And I think this is a good way to end off the, the I was about to say it, the inaugural episode of the Space Oddity Collective. Thank you for listening. Yes. And in terms of recording, it's only been an hour, 30 minutes, but it feel like it was a lot longer. <laughs> and that shows how it shows how long it's waiting to make dinner. Well, I'm 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 actually kind of good. This has actually been fun. I know you probably need to eat yourself, Christian. So I'll hurry this up. This has been fun. This has been very fun. Um, it's good to be back recording with my two friends here. Yay! It's always nice, man. I'm glad you're back. Um, Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome my back, dude. everybody. Space Oddity Collective moving forward out of the stratosphere, coming at you, stay in orbit. Oh, yeah. All that good shit. So, um, scheduling wise, episode one of Loki should be up very soon. This will be a companion piece to this inaugural episode. And then throughout the rest of the month of July, part of August, all the Loki reviews. And then we will have more episodes of Space Idol Collective with topics. Um, there is, we do have a, I think it's, I think it's stupid already. We already got uh, my first stupidity of the month. Albums are getting too long. Albums are getting too long. God, what, how long is how long is this album that prompted this topic? I don't know. This person said the longest album they heard was forty five minutes. That's and they that was long? long. I I I never thought I would say this to end off this show. <laughs> Gen Z is taking over. Gen Z is taking over. Generation Z. Oh, oh Gen- I was staying quiet just in case you were cutting it from there. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I I didn't fully understand, and I thought you said Jay Z was taking over, and I was like, "Bitch, he already took it. What are you talking about?" <laughs> Let me bring um, enunciate again. Generation Z is taking over. Oh yeah, dude. Do you realize that Generation Z is gonna have to take care of us at some point if we survive long enough? I shouldn't talk because I'm mm. actually mentoring some Generation Z students. So, mm. you know, uh, I mean, the whole millennial versus Gen Z thing is like, yes, really fucking stupid and like, blown out of proportion. Like, we're not all going to be in the same retirement home. If well, actually, I should say, like, we're not all going to be in the same box on the side of the street because none of us are going to get bit, get to be able to retire. Yeah, I'm just saying, if millennials and Gen Z banded together to, um. Take over the world. Gen X and boomers. We would be unstoppable. Straight up. If millennials and Gen Z could get their shit together and get on the same page, we could fucking overwrite half of the boomer and fucking uh, Gen X crap. I got a, I got an odd feeling is maybe an older millennial who wrote that article. An elder millennial. Yep. So between 80, 1980 to 83. Because they're already in their 40s. And I'm sitting here pretty in my third in my thirty sixes. So does that make me a mid millennial or uh, a late millennial? Uh, let's find out next week on the Space Oddity <laughs> Collective. Dun 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 dun. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs>